and welcome back to Off the Record, where we talk about whatever, whatever we, we want. want. We got our boy Don over here hey. in the seat today. What's up, Don? Hey guys. Thank you. Don, you um, you're a military man, special operations man. Special ops. Was it which branch of the militaries? Oh, uh, in the Marines. Marine. Marine. Marine Raider, Marines. right? Because for some reason I thought you were a Green Beret, and I heard that people don't like Green Berets. That's not true. true. I said I don't like their hats. <laughs> it was just Steve. I thought their hats are whack. Okay. All Green Berets, I hope they hear that message too. I'm super ignorant to all the cool special ops stuff. Is there like a, a, a hierarchy or like categorizations that we could like... Delta Force is the best force because that was where Rocky was at. Delta Force is the best force. Is Delta, is that, maybe I should, we should hear from him. Okay, ask him. Yeah. Ask Everyone has answered except Don. Um, so, I mean, there's US SOCOM, which is the overarching command. And then within that, there's like tiered level assets. Um, it's so common like the Harlem Globetrotters of the military where you get every single best dude from like different places That's the Harlem Globetrotters to you? And with the, are the Taliban like the Washington generals? <laughs> Not the scenario or the, the comparison or analogy I would go with but, He's like that's uh, too top secret. I don't know that kind yeah, of shit. Like a, maybe I don't know like an all-star so best all of too. each branch Yeah, um, yeah. That's so calm. That's so calm. That's so calm. Yeah. There's a video game on it. I played it. Oh shit. Okay. Hold on, hold on. Don't do the don't do the lateral for me. Do the do do go this way. This way. Uh, so calm. There's so calm. So there is a so calm unit with a little bit of like seals. Recon, the Avengers, the one of the best, yeah. right? Ooh, yeah. the Avengers. It's, a joint, it's a joint command from all the branches. The SEAL, I mean the Navy, the Marine Corps, uh, Air Force, Army. Is there a Nick Fury that runs all of them? Yes. <laughs> what's, uh, what's His name is George Bush. Bush. But he's white. Dang. Is he the sec def? Dang. Sec def, I'm trying to sound cool. I mean, the Secretary of Defense is for the whole Department of Defense. Um, but for SOCOM itself, there's a commander. I can't remember. I thought the commander-in-chief was, was, I thought that was the president. I mean, everything has a level, right? It's just like a company, so the president sits on top. Uh, Are you talking about the commander of the theater? <laughs> <laughs> Command of the theater is what they call like a whole area. So like right now, uh, Afghanistan's a theater. Oh. Um, so they have a theater commander, combatant commander. It's an R-rated movie right now. God. Yeah. Okay. So That's SOCOM and then SOCOM and then there's tier level assets within it. There's a whole bunch of different units within SOCOM, right? And the army has uh, what they call USA socks. So they have the Rangers in there. Some of the Rangers in there. They have the Green Berets or the Green Beanies in there. Whack hats. The Marines have MARSOC, which is Marine Special Operations Command. Um, Air Force has AFSOC, and then the Navy has NSW. Which what about AFLAC? <laughs> Wait, NSW? That's safe work? Yeah. Oh, not safe A lot of acronyms within the military, right? So, but yeah. Dude, who's the best splinter cell like out of all of them? Just talking shop here, just between. What's a splinter cell? <laughs> yeah, like, awesome. that, like the video game. What are you talking about? Yeah. yeah Sam we Fisher. Completely different worlds. <laughs> like we live. Like Michael Ironside was by far the best. <laughs> I've never played that, so I can't really relate to you on that. Got it. Yeah. Michael Ironside. He is. He was. He's the best, yeah. dude. Come on. So right. in like in like a internal Olympics, internal. and you had everybody going against each sector, which one's gonna fucking break? <laughs> <up? laughs> I would say that each branch or each uh, division has their specialty ish, but right now he's like so waters for the navy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but like right now, like most of the wars and the proxy wars and the conflicts throughout the world, they deploy. Um, they pretty much everybody pretty much has the same job for white soft, which is like the seals, the green berets, and the uh, marine raiders. Um, they all deploy together? Yeah, so the way it breaks down pretty much is they deploy under what they call a SOTIF, so a Special Operations Task Force, and with that task force commander, it could be one of any um, branch, right? It could be a, a Navy SEAL, it could be a Green Beret guy, or it could be um, 
what was the other one? Yeah, a Marine Raider commander or whatever it is. And he'll control a SEAL team um, or a platoon, um, a Green Beret platoon. So it's all mixed up. So oh, when we deploy yeah. overseas, like in Afghanistan right now, you might have a commander that's a Navy SEAL, but you still fall. On, you Like you could be a Marine, you could be a Green Beret guy or whatever that is. Got so. it. Dang. What are you hearing from your boys on the inside of Afghanistan? Right oh, now? yeah. Let's get into the juicy details. Uh, the situation's fucked over fucked. there. It's yeah. fucked. Yeah. So the I mean, it's just this morning they had lost 12 marines the bombing the bombing the yeah. suicide bombing followed by small arms fires so oh the suicide bombing yeah i, I <clears throat> yeah just this morning um on our time uh there was a suicide bomber two suicide bombers ran into um near the gates of the marines that were doing like checks for the evacuations or the evacuees yeah um and uh they killed 12 marines and then they started shooting after wow. into the crowd so killing injuring 13 more um, Marines, U.S. Marines, and as well as a shit ton of Afghan civilians. Damn. Wait, so we're not fully, fully out yet? We are not fully out whatsoever. But they right want now. us to be out by August 31st, right? That's what they're saying. Like, if you don't get out, there's going to be serious consequences. I mean, but that's what they say. But then, I mean, I don't think the attack that happened this morning was provoked by the Taliban. I think it was uh, ISIS uh, that did it or maybe Al-Qaeda small cells that did it. But... Like they're just uh, trying to start up their own shit type of thing. I think they're definitely having their own. They have their own agenda, um, pushing it right. Is this like the like the Iraq withdrawal, like under Obama, where we kind of left, but really we left special forces behind? And no, this is like straight up Vietnam withdrawal, but way way worse. Because I heard that other countries, everyone's leaving, right? Like, I mean, most of NATO forces are gonna follow U.S. forces, right? Because why? Because the U.S. owns. A lot of bases that we had over there, mm. like Kandahar and Bagram, major key airfields that we should have kept while we were withdrawing, right? Instead of turning that over, and now we only have Kabul Airport to get people out of, and there's wow. people all over the Afghanistan still. U.S. people, I think there's still like the count right now is 5,000 U.S. Uh, civilians still. Well, at. the White House said that's not true, so that's good news. <laughs> and it was four or five days ago. Wait, well, what was that? The White House said that's not true, that there's nobody left behind, but obviously, you know, there's a lot of people left behind. <laughs> well, I mean, I just saw a report today from uh, the CENTCOM commander, which is General McKenzie. So he's the theater commander for the whole, all of the Middle East right now, but he just gave a report after the bombing this morning that said there's, I think they evacuated like 106,000 people already. Uh, 106,000 already? Oh my Afghans uh, coming back over, and then, then they're trying to, evacuate 10 oh, I'm sorry 5,000 um, US civ civilians already and there's still like 5,000 left Jesus and they're trying to help the people that have helped the United States in the past back because yeah. all those people are on the Taliban's hit list yeah, yeah. Oh, you know fuck. so the situation is fucked we I'm totally unprepared too fast yeah you were we're saying gone. you were saying it's similar to uh, Vietnam withdrawal but way worse way less prepared and organized uh, dive into that what, what is that yeah, I mean, well, I'm Vietnamese, so my parents came over in 1975. Yeah, after my, my parents came from Vietnamese. You just see a Chinese, you're a liar. I said hey, what it's convenient Viet Pride. Viet Pride. Viet Pride. Yeah, Viet Pride. From what my grandpa did, I don't think I should do that. <laughs> wow. But they're they're the southern Vietnamese. They're the <laughs> southern. They're, 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 oh they're my the bad, allies. my bad, my bad. Okay. They're, the, they're not the northern ones. Yeah, I think okay. we're still okay. Yeah. Okay. No, we're not, dude. We are not okay. Can we be chill? You and me? <laughs> no, but, oh my god, I'm so scared. <laughs> my parents came over in 1975 after the war after Saigon fell. You know, and at least America at the time had a plan to get people out from small boats to the Philippines, to Guam, 
we had a whole bunch of families, Christian families, Catholic yeah. families, religious families. Um, and at the time, people. America was more pro-immigration and refugee. And they were saying, yeah, come over. Like, this is the place of refuge. Now, it's not the same case. Yeah. Now, it's like, don't come here. And it's funny because during the Trump administration, you know, he, he was doing the same thing. <laughs> they thought Biden wouldn't do the same thing. He's doing the same exact shit. Yeah. Um, and Trump would just say, don't come here. And then Biden gets in. And then Kamala Harris, after a couple months, is like, hey, just stop coming here, please. Yeah. Don't come here. Yeah. <laughs> Which is horrible because we spent 20 years over there, billions and billions of dollars trying to help these people. Now they have a chance to get out of that country, or maybe they have a chance or not. But I believe that we should 100% help them out. Were you out there? In Afghanistan? Mm -hmm. Yes, I was. I was there in 2000. 12 and 2013. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, my friend was, um, I forgot which unit, but they did something like with bomb diffusing or whatever. Mm -hmm. And he was saying like, it's so weird because it's, uh, it's not Western. So the culture is completely different and their education is like non-existent. So it's like interacting with people that look like humans, but it's like completely different, like in the country country. Yeah. Right. I mean, but just like in maybe in America as well, there's maybe some parts in America that oh, people aren't, aren't the same as us. Like the Appalachian people. Yeah. Yeah. We have some uncontacted South Carolinians. <laughs> <laughs> Since pre-Columbus. I mean, what was that show that Tiger King? That's, yeah. that's oh, the exactly. U.S. That's that, true. You know, that's in the United States. Yeah. And I'm just like, whoa, that's a whole different culture. And you made hell of money. <laughs> and he made hell of money. Yeah. That was so fun. When Carol Baskin had a song. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Carol Baskin. Don, what's your take on the critique right now? So everyone's saying, like, you know, we, we spent all these billions of dollars over so many years, right? But then as soon as we leave, the Afghan military falls apart. What do you, what do you say about that? Today's video is brought to you by Upstar. Baby. If you're like me and you dread looking at your credit card statements, you are not alone, okay? There's a lot of people like us. Debt can definitely feel crippling. But Upstart can help you on your path to financial freedom. Upstart is the fast and easy way to pay off all of your debt with a personal loan all online. Whether it's paying off credit cards, consolidating high interest debt, or funding personal expenses, over half a million people have used Upstart to get one fixed monthly payment. Upstart knows that you're more than just your credit score and is expanding access to affordable credit. Unlike other lenders, Upstart considers your income and employment to find you a smarter rate on your loan. With a five minute online rate check, you can see your rate upfront for loans between $1,000 to $50,000. Wow, that's a car. It's so big monies. You can receive funds as fast as one business day after being accepted. Find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today by going to upstart.com slash off the record. That's upstart.com slash off the record. Don't forget to use our URL so they know that we sent you. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit, income, and other information that you put on your loan application. Go to upstart.com slash off the record. baby. I think that we, I mean, the complex situation in Afghanistan is extremely bad, right? I mean, there's a shit ton of Taliban members and people hide in plain daylight. So it's not like we're fighting a military force that has another uniform that you can clearly identify. It's like mix in between. They might be Al Qaeda. They might be ISIS now. They might be Taliban, all working for the same people, different people trying to get money to provide for their family. So the situation alone 
is extremely complex, but do I believe that we went over there and, and did some good? I think we went over there and let most of the people in Afghanistan live a, a decent life for 20 years. Now, are they gonna live a decent life? Probably not. So when you were out there, was your involvement like training people or like taking out people or like, what was it? All, all the above, right? Oh, so yeah. for special operations unit, most of them, like I was talking about before, um, white soft guys, they go into a place and they would do what they call foreign internal fence or they do UW. So they pretty much work with, train with uh, a foreign force and they go fight a war with them. Mm. So for us, it was our So they job. could fight their own war. So they could fight their own war, yeah. So for us, it was going over with uh, Afghan National Army Special Forces unit uh, we worked with them hand in hand, and then we went over to these small villages and we trained up a militia mm. to fight the Taliban or Al Qaeda at the time in their areas. When um, you give them MREs, do they get diarrhea? Have they never ate it before? What's MRE? The MRE. military. Oh. Like, well, MREs clog up your poop. But what about for them? If they're used to eating like goat stew all day, do they eat an MRE and they're like, <laughs> I, oh, fuck, I got the fucking shit myself? Yeah. It works. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it too hot over there for goat stew? They are furry, huh? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. No, just soups in general. It's a oh. very hot environment. They should have goat smoothies. They're colder. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they, they should, they're not the thinking. Blender. They're not thinking right. You know? yeah. God. Yeah. Jamba juice. <laughs> Dude, you're a maverick. <laughs> goat Lamba, smoothies. Lamba juice, you know? Like... <laughs> Should be goat edition. Yeah, do with a match on the side. Forget about it. How long were you there for? Like... For... Afghanistan, like... Seven months at a time. So eight, you're, eight months. whenever you're out there, you stay there for like pretty much half a year for one straight time and you come back to the yeah. States? Yeah, so the way that the Marine Corps deployments work are like seven to nine month deployments and they come back for, or for us it was 18 months back in the States and then you do another deployment, kind of that rotation. Uh, some of the conventional army units, they do like a year or 13 month deployment. Mm -hmm. So it just depends on your unit and the job that you're going over there to do. But the jobs are also different from like special operations. A hundred percent, yeah, so. So what was like your like, daily life like in Afghanistan it was um, I was a communications guy so are you in a uniform or are you like undercover wearing like some Wrangler it depends of where you're operating so in Afghanistan we wore the Afghan National Army uh, Special Forces uniforms so you guys look like them yeah that's why we grow you get a grow a beard I don't grow a very good beard but the other guys grew beards mm -hmm. they so they go you their... pussy because they don't they think if you don't have a beard you're a pussy right or something like that yeah it's just like the cultural thing is they don't think that you're a man so they don't speak to you um the same level as they would speak to another man they would speak to you like a boy or like kind of mm. disrespectfully dang yeah. get like a santa beard and maybe figure that out <laughs> i mean i had like a nasty oh, 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 man too. <laughs> like, yeah. you just you just got a wig like a beard wig <laughs> That's my extent of my beard too, as a Fu Manchu. Our friend did missionary work in Afghanistan, and he grew out a beard because everyone called him a homosexual every day <laughs> for for having no facial, facial hair. hair. Yeah, yeah. And they're right, dude. And they're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I try, I try my best, but fuck, man. Yeah, bro, this is the best you're gonna get. Specifically, why I have facial hair? Because I know these two homosexuals right here you can't, yeah. can't grow. That's why we sit at the same table, yo. I know in the military, I should never ask someone who's not. Uh, you know, uh, in command or a commander or what, an officer. Are you an officer? I'm not, no. I shouldn't ask them this question. But I will. <laughs> <laughs> what would you have done to, to get us out of there? Or like, what would your plan have been maybe to get out of there? I don't think the Afghan army has the capabilities to fight alone against the Taliban. For all those years, they never structured and developed like any organization or what was it? 
I mean, I think the situation, again, is super complex, right? So, I mean, in northern Afghanistan, the, the Taliban owns the cave systems. Uh, so how are they going to get enough firepower or weapons to destroy them or fight them in the caves? We, they need American air support. Mm. Oh, you know, sure. like, they can't go in there with a rifle trying to fight a war, and they'll get completely annihilated. So Wow. So they were just waiting. So the Taliban really was there just waiting until everything cleared out, and then they just all came out. I mean... <sighs> Yes, to a certain degree, but I mean, yeah. Taliban also like in plain clothes that were hiding. Amongst. Oh, so it's so, just like the Viet Cong, yeah. like in the cave system and yes. just guerrilla warfare. Exactly. Wow. But for to answer your question, like what specifically, like what would what would I have done in Afghanistan, or how I would have gotten the evacuation, yeah. like kind of took place. Yeah, yeah. How how would how would you have? Uh, how do you? I mean, they obviously. You feel like they fucked it up, right? So, so how would you have done it, maybe? So, like getting out of Afghanistan, I 100% would not have given up any airless fields, you know, like in Kandahar or Bagram. Like, how are we supposed to get people out? How are we supposed mm. to bring supplies in mm. if we so give up the maintain control of that? Yeah, control and maintain the airfields. And I think we did it too rapidly. And I think that the administration right now way overestimated the capabilities of the Afghan National Army, mm. right? Wow. Biden himself said, like, hey. These people are the best equipped and trained people because they've been working with the U.S. for so long, you know. But that's not that's not the situation. But obviously, our intelligence agencies are very good at surveying that situation and going and giving them the best information available, right? <laughs> I mean, yes, but they also aren't the action side of it, you know. Like, who's going to carry out all the information? Someone needs to do the work, and that's the military, you know. So the ideas guys always aren't. Quite as good <laughs> as usual. Right. God, so. fucking idea guy. I'm an idea guy. But, yeah, to continue on answering your question, like create some type of bubble around Kabul as well. Like, hey, mm. and like put it out there. Like, hey, if there's any Taliban within these perimeters, we're gonna fucking kill you. Yeah. You know, but that's not the situation. Like, we're pushing people off right now. Like the fences of the airport, so that because I mean, we all saw the videos of people. Holding on to the gears of the airplanes yeah, and falling that's off. Crazy. Wow. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we yeah, don't have that situation under control falling. whatsoever. That's yeah. crazy. I'm sorry. Repeat that last part. I said we don't have that situation under control whatsoever. Yeah. It's been like a week since we, you know, like it's like the fall of Saigon, literally. Like, and then there's pictures that show similarities of people yeah. going around. It's nuts. Yeah. And but I mean that picture doesn't really provide a lot of context because I mean the air strips or like the travel route into the U.S. Embassy in Afghanistan right now it's kind of blocked off. Um, with the threats that are out there, so they've been constantly using air to go in and out of the embassy. So just because the one helicopter is on top of it doesn't mean like that was the fall mm. of the embassy. Um, but yeah, the situation. But isn't it good that they left all of our weapons behind? Because if they brought them back here, like you know, we're like, oh no, no, don't have weapons here. That's bad. Yeah, we're trying yeah. to get rid of the weapons here. Didn't yeah. they grab up <laughs> for that <laughs> reference though? They didn't they grab up a huge weapons cache of what we had? Yeah, yeah we all left, Stark Industries. I think stuff. it was. <laughs> Estimate like $88 billion worth of equipment in Africa. Like even Jeez. were there airplanes and shit too? And I don't know the full report, but I 100% know that we left a shit ton of like up armored vehicles that would drive through banks in the US and nobody would be able to stop them kind of vehicles over there. And now we just turned it over to the Taliban. Do you know if Jeez. what Biden was trying to do is confiscate more of our ARs and give it to them more? Stupid. That could be good. Sad Biden's doing some dumb shit like that, yes. <laughs> Damn, man. <laughs> <laughs> Take that, old man. But ARs are very bad, do you agree? ARs are bad? No, it's a tool. Sir, it's Is a, a hammer bad? Sir, the way that they spin a bullet 
It could kill a human being. <laughs> <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. This was so If someone threw this hard enough and spun it hard enough, they could probably kill a human Not being. him, he'd drink it faster and he could throw <laughs> it. I, I could catch it in my mouth and tip it back drink it, trust me. Uh, no, I remember, it was. I think it was Beto O'Rourke who was saying that about AI. <laughs> who was saying that? Beto. Beto O'Rourke. <laughs> Dude, spinning bullets? That's cool. Man. Like, this Damn. spins at such a velocity, it kills people, and it's like, Oh yeah? Is that right? No way, you telling me this? Well, I mean, uh, we wanted the troops out, you know? It's weird. And then we get them out, but then it's done so bad. Is setting up like an airspace, that was part of your job before, right? Because you were at JTAC? Yep. You want to explain to them what you did before? It's actually pretty cool. Like, he jumps out yeah. of airplanes oh, into shit. places that haven't been established, right? And you can establish, like, you have to, like, check the weather and, like, like, how do you, how are you able to, as a one individual, set up airspace and, like, secure it? By yourself? Yeah, so, I mean, in Afghanistan, um, in a place that we own airspace, it's a lot easier, right? Which is pretty much every war that we own airspace. Um, except for right now with all the drone capabilities coming out, so that's kind of a weird situation right now as well. But um, I just pretty much go in, and then whenever aircrafts check on station, you just put them in a stack. So you put them in a certain position or altitude, um, off but like, let's say they don't have it secure, then they would need to send someone like you to jump behind enemy lines, right? And oh, you're like, Shh. Yeah, but I mean, the U.S. has rarely ever had not had air superiority. Oh. So it's like, hey, we're going to bring in the F-35, like when we're going to bring in the jets, you're going to clear the airspace first in any type of war uh, before we go in there and put... But like, walk, walk us through that process. That's crazy. So you get on an so airplane, my, you have to like, jump the out. is a joint tactical... Uh, terminal attack controller terminal so like I'm the guy that uh, clears the ordnance off the jet to drop the bomb or run through the gun ordnance meaning boom boom bang bang bombs yeah wow coming off the rails yeah. did you ever see a Moab go off? I have not seen the Moab go off oh. I have I saw videos oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll tell you about it while I bounce you on my knee <laughs> young man but yeah so that's what I did, so that was the job. But just controlling airspace is a part of it. But there's other guys from the Air Force that come in and run like a whole tower, you know, like we see like LAX or whatever it is for that. But it's my job. Like an air traffic control tower, but out over there, like on their own? Yeah, in the Air, oh, in the air Force, yeah. So my job was like, hey, whatever stack, or I control the airspace for my team. Yeah. Uh, but on a higher level, a lot more aircrafts would be someone else's job mm. to kind of send those route those aircrafts to me and then I'll use them drop some bombs and then route them back to them mm. and then they'll route them out are you allowed to fly a kite while you're doing it or not that depends how high That's the, the next question flying, I had right? for sure <laughs> unrolls a kite this is perfect wind for a kite <laughs> I cleared the airspace <laughs> yeah it depends how high the kite's flying <laughs>